Hello, we're at episode three of our pre-Christmas episodes, but look, this little interlude will be relevant for you whatever time of year you're listening. Now, I find that if you're in the UA community, it's generally because you're super invested in getting a great outcome for your new or your renovated home. You're aware that there's a bunch of stuff that you don't know and you're worried about what that gap in knowledge might cost you extra in terms of time, money and stress. You also feel that there's so much at stake and you're navigating this unknown territory with some nerves and some concerns and and it, it can feel like the more you find out, the more you actually realise that you don't know and ultimately you actually want to be involved in your project and have a voice in the process. And so you're seeking to equip yourself with the know-how, tools, tips, and strategies to do this. And really, the whole reason that you're doing this is because you don't want to be another renovating or building disaster story. And, you know, I'm here to tell you that you don't have to be, and that's why both you and I are here, and we're spending this time together. And, you know, really, I want to help you avoid the mistakes and the heartache that many deal with with renovating and building. It's why Undercover Architect exists. And, you know, this is all about you being able to skill yourself up in what you need to know in order to make your home great and to have a successful project. But, and it's a bit of a big but, isn't it? You still haven't started your project, have you? And so I want to have a chat with you about what might be holding you back and how we could switch that around so that renovating or building your home not only becomes a possibility, it actually becomes an achievable dream that you can stop delaying and you can start doing sooner. Does that sound good? Okay, let's dive in then. Welcome to Get It Right with the Undercover Architect. This is the podcast all about designing, building or renovating your home. I'm your host, Amelia Lee. Think of me as your secret ally. I am on a mission to help you create a home that makes your life better, whoever you're working with and whatever your dreams, your location or your budget. Together we'll uncover the nitty gritty of how to get it right and how to create a home that works, feels great and that you feel great in. So join me now. Now, in today's episode, I want to talk about procrastination. Now, procrastination is strictly defined as the act of delaying or postponing something. And I actually really love this quote, though, to describe it a little bit, little bit better, I think. It says, it's a quote by Christopher Parker, and it says, procrastination is like a credit card. It's lots of fun until you get the bill. Now, in my experience, the word procrastination, it will get represented in different ways when it comes to building or renovating your home. You know, people will say to me, I'm, look, I'm researching my project or I'm just thinking about building or renovating and so I'm just having a bit of a look around. They'll also say, look, I'm starting soon and I'm getting ready for my project or they'll tell me that they're planning to renovate or build. And yes, look, Trust me, I know you may legitimately be doing one of those things, you know, researching, thinking about, getting ready or planning. All of those things are necessary things that happen before you build or renovate and they can be done productively uh, and they'll fall into two phases that I call preparation and planning your project. However, what I find can happen is that we can dress up 
procrastination as planning. I actually call it procrastinate planning. So, you know, and, and what it actually is, is it's fear and confusion and overwhelm. And so it doesn't, it's not a, it's not productive. It doesn't move you forward. It ends up just wasting a whole heap of time, energy, and sometimes money as well. So my aim with this episode is to help you recognize if you're actually procrastinating and really to help you move forward instead into preparing and planning your project. Because, you know, I doubt, I seriously doubt that you have loads of time on your hands to waste on feeling stressed or getting confused or, or being overwhelmed. And for me, that's really the biggest difference between procrastinating and preparing. You know, preparing actually feels like a constructive use of your time and it helps you get closer to your end goal and get you more ready for it as well. Whereas procrastinating is actually really destructive. You know, I've seen this in the years and years I've been doing this work. What it does is it actually makes you feel terrible and and, and worse still, it diminishes the whole journey of renovating and building, which, which should be and can be a really exciting and enjoyable process. And I see procrastinating actually suck the energy out of people. It's a very different process. It's a very different place to be in, I suppose, is the way to put it. And look, it's totally understandable that you might be falling into procrastination when you're thinking about renovating or building your home. You know, any time that you're tackling anything new, not just renovating or building, but any kind of new activity or new big undertaking, um, and it's and you're outside of your comfort zone, and and also you know that every man and his dog will have a horror story to share with you about, then of course the whole thing can feel daunting and it can be really difficult to progress it forward. And add to that everything else that you've got going on in your life, you know, it's a big investment financially as well. Look, it it may feel like you have all the reasons that you need to keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And, you know, look, to be honest, if you're like most homeowners in the UA community, you'll actually spend a lot of time preparing before you hit go on your project. You know, it's not unusual when people are renovating or building their family homes that I will see homeowners spend 12 months, 24 months, you know, sometimes even longer. I had somebody contact me the other day to say that they're looking at building in three years time and they were wanting to know if I had any information about the costs to connect services to a rural site because that's something they're, they're obviously trying to find out, but they're three years out from sort of even thinking about building. So, you know, this is this is something that a lot of homeowners, when they're thinking about their family homes and particularly their forever family homes, do spend a lot of time in this, you know, in this pre- preparation phase. And it's actually something that I advocate. I advocate possibly not spending that long, but I do advocate that you prepare, that you actually, you know, before you invest your hard-earned mortgage in creating or transforming your family home, that you get prepared. Because to me, this is the key to your success in your project. And I find too that it's particularly something that women will do more of. We like to be well-informed. We like to be well-researched before we tackle something that we haven't done before. And that helps us feel more confident and in control overall. And, you know, meanwhile, our other halves usually just want it done already and I keep telling us to hurry up. But, you know, let's have a look at what preparation actually looks like because these are the key activities that will happen in a preparation phase when it comes to building and renovating your home. So, you know, one of the things you'll be doing is you'll be actually shaping and honing your ideas about what you want for your home and the kind of lifestyle that you want, you're hoping that it'll help you lead. 
you're thinking about how much money you're going to be able to spend on it. And often this will involve having a chat to your bank as well if you're looking at financing it. You'll be getting an idea of how big or small your spaces need to be, how you want them to function and connect to each other and how they're going to support your lifestyle. And you'll be collecting ideas of things that you like and things that you don't like as well. And I call this actually being a design detective. I've spoken about this before on the Get It Right podcast. You know, everywhere you look, you're sleuthing. You're studying the finishes of things, the way that, you know, windows might be arranged, the shape and size of spaces that you feel great in, you know, the way that light is in a space, you know. And if you've been listening to Undercover Architect for a while, you'll know that I really encourage you to do this, to just be a design detective in your everyday life and so that's something that happens in the preparing phase you'll also most likely be setting up a means of collecting all of this information so perhaps you might have a folder or a box or a pinterest account or a house idea book you know and don't go crazy with this and i'll give you some more tips around how to make sure that you don't get sucked into sort of losing yourself in your pinterest board a little bit later in the in the episode Now, you'll also be finding trusted resources. So, you know, they might be in-person people that you're speaking to and seeking advice from. You're obviously finding them in a podcast by listening to me and you might be looking online and, and spending time on websites like Undercover Architect and other renovating and building websites and exploring them in depth. And you'll also start to be creating a bit of a map, a bit of a pathway of how your project will need to progress and how you'll get from where you are now to your finished home. Now, preparing for me is very different to planning your renovation or building project. When I talk about planning your building or renovation project, for me, that's when you start moving into being, you know, hiring a team, uh, working with them to develop all of these ideas into real designs and into drawings for your home. And then all of the other steps that go along with getting your project, you know, designed, drawn and built. Now, of course, both preparing and planning are very different to procrastinating. So I'm going to give you some information about how you can tell the difference. So you can be really honest with yourself about where you might be sitting in uh, whether you're preparing or whether you're procrastinating and, uh, and then use some of the information that I'll be sharing with you in this episode to get yourself out of procrastination and get yourself moving forward. Because procrastination is not a fun place to be when you're thinking about building or renovating your home and it's not going to get you any closer to that finished home that you're dreaming of. So I'm actually going to share with you how preparing feels, you know, what it actually feels like so that you can maybe see if you can recognize some of those feelings. I'm going to share with you what can go wrong when you're preparing and what might make you slip into procrastination. So you can see if perhaps that's already happened to you or you can have your, you know, um, radar on to make sure you avoid it. I'm then going to share with you how to get it right in your preparing phase so that you can actually be productive with your time. And then I'm going to uh, give you some key action tips that you can put into place now to get prepared for your renovation or building project. So particularly if you're going to be using the Christmas holiday period to prepare for a renovation or building project, these will be really good action tips for you to put in place. Okay. So firstly, let's talk about how it feels to be preparing. Now, this stage of preparing, you know, this stage of preparing for your renovation or building project is really exciting because it's a world of possibilities and you're dipping your toe into it. You're just starting to unlock what's possible for your home and, you know, what what you might be able to achieve if you built or renovated it. And 
to be honest, there are moments where you can feel overwhelmed because you can actually start to feel that there's just so much to know and so many options. And you'll also uncover loads of disaster stories as you start your exploration. You know, no one hesitates to tell you these disaster stories. And, uh, and so you can start to learn a lot more about those. Now, this phase can also be where you start thinking, oh my gosh, I love all of this, but I can't afford any of it. (laughs) So, you know, it'd be like I I have champagne taste on a beer budget. We'll just never have enough money to make the home the way that we actually want it. I want you to try and stay focused in excitement, okay? Be clear about what you're seeking to achieve for your home and start to build a picture of resources and ideas that are in alignment with that. What you're doing is you'll slowly be building your brief and this brief document is the document that you'll be then using to start communicating with your team when you commence planning your renovation or building project, okay? And I'm going to share some resources in the show notes to help you with some of those those things. If you're feeling like you do have champagne tastes on a beer budget and you're wanting to get back into excitement, head to the show notes and I'll have some links for you to help you with that. Now let's have a look at what can go wrong with preparing and what often pushes people into procrastination. Now the first thing that can go wrong is you can get scared before you've even begun. You'll have well-meaning friends and families who'll have every disaster story and urban myth to share with you when you announce that you're thinking of renovating or building your home. I want to share one thing with you, okay? Please just take this one thing with you. These stories... They do not have to be your story, okay? Disaster does not have to be your story. And for every terrible, horrible experience of building and renovating, I know several more where people have loved the journey, have had a great time, are so stoked with what they've ended up with and are really, really excited. And it's just, you know, those stories are also out there. I actually remember having a conversation with a Melbourne woman, you know, introduced myself and she told me that she was doing a renovation at the moment and how great it was going and how much she was loving it. And you know what the main reason was that she was loving it was because she'd actually found a really great team and she'd gone through a super strict due diligence process and she'd been really proactive about it. And, you know, that's what you're doing by being here and listening to this podcast. Okay. The bad news will always travel further and faster than the good. The good news still exists, still out there. And the fact that you're listening to this podcast means that you're in the right place to learn how to avoid being a disaster story, okay? Just trust that you're doing what you need to. Now, the second thing that can go wrong is you can research randomly without a framework. Now, Google is amazing, but it's also a rabbit hole that you can very quickly disappear a long way down into. So I really recommend that you have a guided framework to your project research. You know, even listening to the Get It Right podcast from the very first episode forward is a great way to do this because I've planned out this podcast, these podcast episodes to literally take you through the journey of building or renovating. So starting at the very beginning and moving your way through is a great way to think about the the road map for your project. And, you know, my six-week program, How to Get It Right in Your Reno or New Home, is also designed to be a step-by-step comprehensive guide and roadmap for your project. And so I'm going to share at the end of this episode how you can find out about the next time that we're launching this well-loved program so you can make sure you get on the wait list. Now, the third thing that can go wrong is Pinteresting yourself into oblivion. <laughs> Look, it doesn't take much to find yourself sitting up well past midnight, 
pinning that 250 image of another kitchen that you absolutely love to your Pinterest board. What you were actually meant to be doing was researching renovation or building budgets uh, or perhaps how to get your project approved. But instead, you've ended up exploring gorgeous living rooms, uh, that sofa that you really want to buy or the pendant light fittings that you'll have over your kitchen bench instead. I want you to set yourself tasks about what you want to explore each time you sit down to your computer or when you're going to pick up the phone or walk into a showroom. You know, focused research is incredibly useful and the internet can be an amazing resource. Use it as a tool, not a distraction or a time sucker. Okay, because honestly, sleep. Sleep is what you need instead of being up at Pinterest on Pinterest after midnight, okay? Or just stay on Undercover Architect and, uh, and you'll be okay. You'll find what you need to hear, okay? Now, I want to share with you what can go right with preparing so that you can actually avoid the procrastination and you can make sure that you're productive with your precious time. Now, the first thing that actually goes right when you're preparing well is that you get to create a clear picture and set of ideas for your future renovated or newly built home. Knowing how to ask for what you want can be one of the first and most challenging hurdles to get over when you're getting started on your reno or building project. So often what I see homeowners do is they have this massive information collection process as a first step, but they actually end up getting demoralized by it feeling all out of reach or finding that they can't actually pin down a style that they like and give it a name. And, you know, so they, they really struggle with this, this, this ability to know how to ask for what they want. And, you know, when you get your preparation right, this is a great way to get clarity on the ideas that will actually work for you and that align with your future goals for your lifestyle as well. And so I'm going to help you with this in the action tips coming up. Now, the second thing that can go right is that you can build a platform to communicate those ideas to your future team, which is when you'll be in your planning phase. So you may have got yourself overwhelmed with all the options. And so that may mean that communicating, you know, what you want to those that actually need to help you design and deliver it, that that can be confusing and difficult and really challenging. Now, using your preparation productively means that you're creating your brief, which is your main communication tool for your project. You can actually work out what you want and how to ask for it as well. And, you know, because those understanding those those that you're then asking will then uh, understand what your needs and your designs are because you've created this communication tool to be able to tell them. Now the third thing that can get right is that you don't waste time disappearing into overwhelm and fear and unnecessarily delaying your project. Anytime you're outside your comfort zone doing something the first time, it's so easy to get lost. And there's so much information available out there. So once you start digging, you can just keep on going and going and going and getting more and more overwhelmed with so much information. And it's this really vicious cycle because the more you find out, the more you realize that you don't know. Now, Todd Sampson, who, you know, graces our screens on, on documentaries and on the Gruen show, he actually, I've, I found this fantastic quote of his, which said that the main antidote to fear is action. And when we take action, the fear stops. So having a framework for your preparation can help you actually take action more effectively. And that then helps you bust through that fear and overwhelm that is delaying your project and telling you that you, you can't do it yet and that you're not ready and that you need more and more. Okay. So I'm now actually going to take you through some action steps 
if you're thinking about preparing for your renovation or new build project these holidays, or perhaps you're listening to this at some other time in the year, these are steps that are action steps that I want you to implement so that you make sure you don't end up procrastinating, but you really bust through that fear and move forward. So the first action tip is to have a think about the main goals for your project. In the very first episode of the Get It Right podcast, I shared a specific strategy to help you do this. So head back and listen to that if you haven't already. And if you've, you know, if you have, go back and listen to it anyway, because it's a really great exercise to go through to ask yourself a couple of questions to really shape what your main goals are for your project and write these goals down somewhere so that you'll actually see them regularly, you know, on your fridge, for example, because what they'll do is they'll help you start shaping your thoughts and your actions overall and help you keep on track with clarity and not getting distracted by other things. Now, the second action tip is to create for yourself a weekly task list of things to explore and a place to collect your findings. All right. So, for example, it may be as simple as saying, "Okay, this week I'm going to look at everything to do with master bedrooms and I'm going to think about what we want our master bedroom to be like and I'm just going to research master bedrooms okay or it might be this week is kitchen so that means I'm going to go to a couple of kitchen showrooms or I'm going to wander into freedom or Ikea and look at their kitchen layouts I'm going to pay particular attention to the kitchens in my friends houses I'm going to have a think about kitchens and look at kitchens online and see what I can learn about kitchens you know this is really a case of you chunking it down and having some focused research really staying on track with your searching and so that you've got some structure to any time that you spend and what you'll find is that you actually spend less time but you find out more helpful information now action uh, step no action tip number three is that I want you to only pin or collect or look at anything that's to do with that weekly task all right and I want you to limit yourself to 20 pins in any one collection okay so set up a board for kitchens on your Pinterest boards and only pin 20 all right if you start pinning more then get rid of something, okay? Try to be really disciplined about this because I find that people will just thoroughly overwhelm themselves. Now, if you find, what you generally find is that you'll be fi- you'll be finding that you're pinning similar things of similar styles. Some people say to me, oh no, that's not me. I just, I find that everything I like is different. I can't see how it's all going to fit together. That's okay too. You probably find that you've got a quite an eclectic style. And so a designer can really help you elicit and represent that in your future home. So, but for me, I just find that 20 pins is a, I've had people say, tell me 10. I've had people tell me more, but I find that 20 is a good number. You get enough sort of meat, I suppose, to get quite a lot of images in there, but then it's not too many that it gets you totally overwhelmed and confused. Now, it it may hurt you to do this. It may hurt you to be this selective, but you know, I think that you will start to see patterns in what you do like and what you don't like. And then that will help you move into your next phase of your project in terms of planning and starting to communicate with those that you're bringing on your team. And telling people what you don't like is just as important as telling people what you do like, okay? Because it really helps narrow down options when you're looking at designing your renovation or building project. Now, the last action tip when you're doing this in your Pinterest account or your Idea House book, or even if you're doing this by hard copy in the old-fashioned way. So always add a specific note to the pin or to the, the you know, the 
image in house ID books or on your hard copy that reminds you why you pinned it, okay? Because if you're anything like me or most people I know, when you go back to look at it later, you'll completely forget why you pinned it. And what often happens, you know, this often happens with lounge rooms actually. People will pin interest images of lounge rooms because they like the light fitting in it and then they'll forget and then they'll look at it in three months' time and they'll think it's because of the sofa and they'll go, why did I like that sofa? And then then down the track where they're then trying to find light fittings, they go, actually, there was that light fitting they saw and I can't remember where I put it. And because meanwhile, you've deleted that Pinterest image because you thought you were only pinning it because you liked the sofa and it was actually because you liked the light. <laughs> you get what I mean. <laughs> so these action tips are all about you creating a much clearer means to communicate your ideas and your dreams and your aspirations to those that you're going to get help from so that you can actually move into planning your project. And so that's the next phase in getting you ready to renovate or build your home. And I'm going to pop some links in the show notes to help you with more resources for preparing and planning for your renovation or new build. Because as I said, it's often what I find homeowners are using their holiday break for. And so I, I want you to be as productive as possible. Okay. I want you to enjoy your holiday break and actually make some good ground on planning your reno or new build project, okay? So let's let's make both those things happen rather than your entire holidays be monopolized by conversations, thoughts, and internet searches over, over your renovation or building project. So as I, I said really early on in the episode that one of the regular things that I can see happen and I've seen in, in my 20 plus years in doing this is that just how long homeowners will spend you know, in this preparation and planning phase for their building or renovation project. So before I head off, I just wanted to talk briefly about my six-week online program, How to Get It Right in Your Reno or New Home. At the moment, we're nearing the end of another awesome round with fantastic homeowners who've been doing this program with me. And they're from all over Australia and beyond, actually. We've got a few overseas members in this round. Now, the whole reason that I created How to Get It Right was really to simplify this preparing and planning phase and to give you a framework for your preparing and planning at that actually really gives you a comprehensive step-by-step guide with clear action tips. It highlights the mistakes to avoid, you know, and ways that you can save time, stress, and money along the way. And these, these, all these, all these ways and methods are ways that I've implemented in my own projects and in clients' projects. So they're really tested, tried and true, and they and they really do work. And you know, this six-week program is about giving you all of that information and knowledge so that you have it and you're really well equipped for it with it for your project and the six weeks membership also enables you to get your questions answered along the way plus tap into a community of others who are also navigating a similar journey see the thing is this you're going to spend the time anyway I know this I know this to be true and you know if you're like most homeowners I know thinking about renovating or building will it'll be something that you always have happening. I was chatting to a girlfriend who's recently finished a renovation of her home and she was saying, you know, it was just something I marinated in for such a long time and I just loved I love that terminology. She just said, you know, I marinated in thinking about renovating or, you know, renovating my home. It, the thing is it gets attention and energy and then it falls away when you get overwhelmed or you get busy or life just gets in the way and then it'll rear up again and it'll get a burst of energy and and, you know, you'll, you might feel motivated for a while and then it'll subside again. And I see this cycle continue for years and years sometimes, generally because homeowners are doing it on their own. They're doing it on their own. They're not guided. Then they don't have a framework. And I find that, you know, 
you're you may be postponing your renovation project for lack of funds or saying that you you know you, you can't build a home yet because you don't have enough time but what I also find true is this that it's not like the time just becomes magically available down the track it's not like there's this magic pocket of time that that presents itself to get you ready for your building a renovation project and unfortunately the cost of building and renovating just keeps going up it just keeps increasing and so what I've actually found is that by teaching homeowners these steps giving them the tools to understand the whole framework and the tips to you know to get it right and the mistakes to avoid and key action steps to move forward you know who to talk to when what kind of things they need to know then it actually helps them use their time far more effectively be far more efficient and be far more productive overall and it even becomes possible for them to renovate or build their home sooner because what happens is they actually get really clear on what will suit them. You know, I want you to get really clear on what will suit you so that you're actually creating a home for you, you and your family, your home, your land, your budget and your lifestyle. And I find that in that researching and planning and preparing phase, there's so much noise. People get so easily off track and don't create the home that suits them. They create the home that's in the magazine pictures or that's on the television or that they think they should have because that's what everybody else is doing or it's for resale or yada, yada, yada. And instead, you know, I work really closely with my members to help them understand what's going to suit them, give them the tools to be able to identify this for themselves so that they can stay on track and it can all be worth it. All this energy and effort and time and money can actually be worth it because it creates a home for you. Now, I'm going to be launching the program again in early 2018. I love working with homeowners in this way. I just see that this this six-week course just it moves mountains. It really does. It's just fantastic in terms of how much it moves people forward in their planning for their project. And so if you're keen to renovate or build your home soon or you're just seeking a way to actually simplify all of this research that you're doing, you know, you're not sure when you're going to start but you just want to save time and effort in the research that you're doing anyway so that any time that you do spend is really efficient and really productive and you're not getting lost down Google rabbit holes, then head to the link and you can waitlist now and you can be the first to know then when the program launches, when the doors open basically because, and it's always good to know because there's some early bird bonuses that are really worth grabbing. Okay. So being, being first in is always great. So head to www.undercoverarchitect forward slash waitlist and I'll put that link in the show notes. So it's undercoverarchitect.com forward slash waitlist. There's more information there on the program and you'll be able to pop your name on the waitlist so that you're the first to know when the doors open again. Now in the next episode, I'm going to do a bit of a Q&A on some specific questions that I receive from members inside my programs, from other people who email me, because they may be questions that, you ha- that you're seeking answers to. So we'll do a bit of Q&A session. So make sure you tune in next time for that. Now, remember, Undercover Architect is all about helping you and teaching you how to get it right when you're designing, building or renovating your home. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Get It Right podcast and for letting me be your secret ally. Until next time, bye.